kind of a special episode for the 10th episode of the Football Index podcast. I've got rugby league star Ben Jones Bishop on the podcast. And don't ask me how I've got him on, uh, but <laughs> I'm very, very, very proud to welcome him on to the 10th episode. So introduce yourself, Ben, to you know a lot of Football Index followers. Hi there. Um, yeah, I got into Football Index. I think I found out just through friends. You know, we, we like a bit and sort of came across it and was interested in it. I, I like the concept, sort of a hybrid between, the, you know, the stock market and things and uh, obviously football. So I think I threw I threw a bit in, in the Euros, just I think about 10 Paul Pogba's and just watched him, um, how it all worked and, and things like that. And yeah, just got into it from there, really. Yeah, so a bit like everyone who started out at the, at the beginning, you just you know, bought a few players, got comfortable with it. And then like, probably similar to me, I just started leaking more, more money in the more confident I got. And, you know, it's, it's good fun and it's probably a lot more profitable than betting really. But um, yeah, how have you managed to to fit it in? I, I know you've got pre-season on at the moment. I'm I'm not a big rugby man, so I've had to do a bit of research, but I know you're, uh, you're currently in pre-season. So has it been easy to like kind of kind of still trade yeah. or still monitor it while you're while you're doing your doing your yeah, it's not too bad um you know i'm on the, i'm on the app quite a bit probably more than i want to be but <laughs> at the minute things are a bit volatile so yeah it's it's um pretty tough with the the ipos and things like that i've, I've missed you know the majority of them really but for, for me it's more a more sort of the my the way i'm doing it at the minute it's just i'm, I'm sort of trying to transition my portfolio a little bit uh, and try and be more performance buzz uh, sort of the way forward obviously that's uh, a bit of a you know a tough one at the minute with so many uh, opportunities for, for players so yeah but I, I like it I like the you know I think it's a, a lot like betting that's I've sort of transformed from betting into this really I've, I've took my my, my uh, money out of that and put it into this and Again, if you do the research and, and find the bargains, then you know there's um, some good money to be made. Yeah, I, you know, I echo that as well. I, I used to have the odd punt, and I used to follow lots of betting accounts on Twitter. And it's it's just so hard to be disciplined and actually make money consistently at the bookies. But I guess on Football Index, it's it's a lot easier to an extent. And if you do do your research. And you do have good football knowledge off the bat, then it's going to be a lot easier to make money on here than it is, you know, traditional betting. Really, yeah, definitely. And and, and the time period as well. Well, obviously, you've got your three years, so you know, with a bet, it's you know, it's over in in you know, ninety minutes, possibly less, depending on what you're betting on. So you know, you've got that time period for things to you know, if if there is a bit of a dip, then it it can come round again. So. Yeah, I just like the concept really. As I said, I, I like uh, I've I've done a bit in in shares and and forex and things like that. So sort of a sort of a hybrid hybrid system, and it I think it it works well and it's yeah it's growing. I was going to ask you about that actually, and um, if you had any past experience in maybe you know the forex exchange or you know trading certain commodities or even you know cryptocurrencies of the rave now. That's you know. Uh, Part of my company does quite a bit of research and consultancy in blockchain, so up to my <laughs> up to my head in uh, in blockchain kind of research and stuff like that, and it's uh, it's really interesting time. So yeah, tell tell me about your past in in that kind of 
area where you kind of got into to investing and putting your putting your hard work money into into play yeah just from really just from school really just just from well mainly a levels you know business studies and um, we did a just a case study on it was imaginary money at the time but just you know backing things and um watching how they went in in the markets and i've just carried that through 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 uni and and through you know where i am today just um doing a little bit and, and making making a bit of money doing that and then sort of gone into forex and doing an online course on that through through twitter as well which is um which is handy um and then yeah on to this really as i said done betting as well but sort of come away from that and and, and focusing on this at the minute yeah, you know, fair play to you. I think a lot of people who have started on Football Index don't have any prior knowledge, you know, in trading anything, to be fair. But it must make you feel a lot more comfortable because you've had that prior experience. Have you Have you kind of found that? Yeah, I sort of, you know, know the sort of the concept and things like that. Obviously, still, I think, as I said, I started in the Euro, so that's uh, June, July uh, 16. So it's been, what, six, a year, just over a year. So it's still... It still took me a while to get get to the gist of things and and how to get in and out of trades on on the index, especially when you didn't have the instant sell. So you know it, oh, it took God. a while to <laughs> try and get 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 rid of some some shares. But yeah, it's um, I'm still uh, to be to be honest that the you know your the only reason I, I followed was your your videos and, and things like that were a massive help, especially. There are a few. I followed a few bogus uh, Twitter accounts back in the day, and it burnt me a, a couple of times. So, yeah, I've just um, sort of just yeah, just learning as, as I go, and um, you know, trying to keep up with the trend and, and transition all the time from media bus to you know to PB, and now with January coming up, um, the window coming up back to back to media. Yeah, thank, thank you very much for that, uh, Ben. I appreciate that greatly. And yeah, I, I did say a few podcasts ago or a few episodes ago that you do have to be careful who you follow. And at the end of the day, it's your money. You need to, you know, invest it yourself. You need to, you need to put your money where your mouth is. Whether I mean, rather than someone else's. And um, but yeah, I think that's that's something the football index community needs to work on to, um, you know, kind of kind of warn traders that certain people have their own interests and they are only tweeting to try and get you to buy their player and not actually giving you some good advice but i think on the majority most of the people out there are, are pretty kind-hearted and good but there are the odd you know like everything in life there are the odd people that that are going to do something for for uh, for their own gain only and and that's about it really but yeah, no, I echo what you what you said about um, you know transitioning your portfolio and following trends. I think that's always the best way to go, especially in a market which has like a relatively low market cap. You've got to follow where the money is going, otherwise you're going to be left empty-handed a lot of the time, really. So, um, have you found it like reasonably easy to transition, as you said, from media buzz? To performance buzz and then back into the transfer window now and again we'll have more cycles in the market where money's going to flow from x to y have you kind of find it easier as you've gone on to predict these changes and have you found it easier to actually transition yeah it's, it, yeah i have 
I'm all, patience is is a big one. I, I also I always seem to to sell players just before they hit a big spike. So <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's good. And I think going just just touching on Twitter again. I think for, for, I follow a few of the big big accounts, and they sort of give you an, an insight of um, obviously the you know the, they own their players that they're probably talking about. But it gives you an insight of where, like you said, where the trends are and and, and what's going to happen. So. But I think it's important to stick to your own. Although you've got other people's opinions, if you stick to your own plan, I think you, you know, you, you're probably best doing that rather than trying to chop and change all the time. So, yeah, I'm just trying to. There's a few that I'm trying to um, slowly get rid of and and bring in others. So yeah, it's um, it, it's funny. It, you know, it keeps you busy. And I said, if, if you do the research, and um, it's very hard not to not to make some money. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And you know, if a professional rugby player can do it. Anyone out there who's moaning about not having the time to trade on Football Index, shame on you. But um, <laughs> yeah, on, on that little note about selling early, I think we had a bit of a con- conversation actually. I was actually going to make a video about how selling early isn't actually always the bad thing because I think I, I read a, a, a saying from an investor who said, I've made all, if not nearly all my money selling early and the kind of premise and the the thinking behind that is if you do sell early you sell before everyone is in that massive rush to get out of the position and then you then shift your money into a different position where the spike hasn't already happened so selling all early isn't always a bad thing if you are listening out there and you're absolutely pissed off that you sold someone who's you know gone 50 upwards after you've sold it's not always the worst thing in the world and yeah patience as well i think um you know if you can get out at the top of the position that's really good but it's also equally important to not sell like right at the bottom that's also um something that a lot of people struggle with because you need to kind of know when that sell window is. And once that's gone, you kind of have to bite the bullet and be like, it might get a bit worse before it gets better. But um, yeah, sometimes that's that's sometimes the way to go. But um, I-, I wanted to you know, talk a bit about yourself and your, uh, your, your interest in sport. So when you were younger, um, I'm assuming that rugby was your main sport, but did you, did you play football as well? Yeah, I, play, I played uh, a little bit of football, nothing... Um, club level, just I played um, obviously for school and, and uni and things like that, and then just in my spare time, but nothing, nothing serious really. It, there came a point where I had to choose, and um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed rugby, and you know it, it looked like that was that was going to be the way forward for me. So that was that was my pick really. But yeah, I, I enjoy most sports to be honest. Um, yeah, when I was younger, I played played uh, you know an awful lot of sports. So yeah. So it's always always been a pivotal part of your life, and I mean, I was, as I said, I, d- I don't know my rugby that well. I watched the odd England game, like very rarely, rarely. But um, I was scrolling through your Twitter, and I saw retweets from the NFL, the NBA, and I was like, how can one bloke, you know, follow this many sports? Because I'm a big football fan, and I enjoy my NBA as well. But that's as much as I can follow. Like, how how do you how do you actually, you know? Because I'm assuming you follow some some clubs like from from America, some franchises. So how how do you actually you know keep up with all of it? Um, just record button really. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it on catch up. 
No, I, 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 I yeah, I like my American sports. I just like the the entertainment. Yeah, it's um, great. Um, I'm big big American football fan. Um, been to to Wembley and Twickenham a few times. Um, so yeah, I, I watch that. That's 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 on um, every Sunday night in in my house and. The basketball, not so much now. Um, obviously, rugby and um, just had a, a little girl, as, a daughter as well. So you know, I'm not not up that late uh, that yeah, often yeah. these days. So. It's, it's so but, hard. I mean, yeah. I, I recently started a, a job, and uh, I don't think I've ever caught a game since then. Like they're, they're on at silly, silly times, aren't they? And it's just so yeah. hard to catch them. But the, the highlights in the morning on YouTube are always good. That that keeps me on my on my commute sometimes. That's that's pretty good. But um yeah, when I was at uni and I had a few more late nights, that was when I was a bit more yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely. But um but I mean a lot of actually like well not a lot, but a few rugby players has actually have actually gone from rugby super league especially to the NFL is that right? Have you? Did you ever think that that could be something for you? Um, <laughs> I'd love to try it. You know, definitely. I think the, the way they, they they have a, a combine that they go through to oh, yeah, know, sort yeah. of like an, a, a scout evaluation. Love to love to do that, but um, you know, it's I mean, it's a lot more technical. Um, and you know, although you might you might pick up the um, you know might have the skill set and, and all that to actually read the playbook and understand that and then do all the technical points I think that's what is probably the, the toughest bit so I'll just stick with stick with rugby league I think <laughs> fair play I mean I'm I'm not a massive NFL fan and even if you're if you're not interested in American football I highly recommend that you uh, have a look at the like combine every year it's basically when the like rookies or people that are wanting to go into the NFL from college which is university here in England some of the athleticism on display is like absolutely ridiculous. I've like, I had a debate with one of my housemates once where I, I was kind of arguing that NBA players may be more athletic than like basketball players. And I was proved thoroughly wrong when I watched that combine because you've got guys who are like 130, 40 kg running at some extreme speeds. And then you've got, you know, Santi Cazola in the Premier League who's, uh, who can hardly run really, but he's you know great <laughs> technically. That, that doesn't really get you that far in the NFL. You've got to be got to be a surreal athlete. But um, yeah, I, I mean, in the future, thinking like really, really long term, I always had a joke with my mate that there should be like an NBA index as well, or some sort of NFL index because it, it the market is just so big, especially in America with fancy football. They have like radio yeah. shows about it. YouTube channels are huge. Um, the problem is they don't allow uh, online gambling, which is a problem. Yeah. But I mean, some sort of kind of hybrid of football index and kind of, you know, adapting it and, you know, pushing it out to that market could be a really, really interesting thing that we could see like in five years or God knows. Um, but that would be really cool as well. Something like that. So if you're listening, uh, football index and Adam Cole, get on it. <laughs> yeah. A bit of diversification. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. So, um, you obviously said you you missed some of the IPOs recently. Um, have you have you even uh, managed to pick some up after they've kind of you know settled and you, you thought this is a fair price? Because in the last episode that that just went out yesterday, I think I was talking with uh, another football index trader and we were talking about some of the youngsters who who haven't even played a game for their clubs that have 
they've come to some absurd price. I think Phil Foden came to like nearly £1.60, which was absolutely mad. But um, just wanted to know some of your thoughts on, on those players and and if, if you've actually managed to, to pick some of those up when they settle. Because I think a lot of people have complained that they've been at work, etc. And I've missed loads, you know. But um, I've, I've kind of had a look at a few sometimes when I've finished work or on my lunch break and I've said that's not actually that bad a price and, and pick some up. So, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on that kind of angle? Yeah, I've, I've got my eye on a few. Um, I've picked, uh, I think I've... I'm trying to have a quick look now. I've, I've got a couple... Um, <laughs> Just, just based on on fixtures coming up, I sort of try and plan it, plan, plan the month and and take it from there really. Um, so I, I've got a, my my big concern with them is that I, you, no one knows. Well, I don't know if anyone knows, but how the the price drop on them will, you know, how that how that will happen. Because um, although they come on at obviously a certain price, for instance, everyone goes back to the James James Milner. <laughs> you know, he can't, he can't stay at that price. He's got a drop, but how's how's he going to drop? Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's, a, so that's, a that's my only concern with some of them. But no, definitely, there's there's uh, some good ones, and as I said it's it's a shame that um, we weren't available to to pick a few up. So I would I would have uh, liked to get in on on some. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I wrote a blog, I think, like a couple of weeks back now about how they kind of have to drop, otherwise. To some extent, it gives traders like a free bet. Like if you if you get on a really good PB player, but they've IPO'd at two fifty and no one's touched him, if you buy like a thousand at two fifty, that means you've got a free shot at PB for three years, basically. Um, yeah. So I mean, I think I've got my trust in football index to somehow come to some sort of quite creative, you know, solution to that. I mean, they they released an email the other week where they kind of asked for some feedback and they were talking about having like buy and sell orders, like a traditional stock market where you can actually like say that you want to sell at this price. And, you know, I'm sure you know all about it, but just trying to describe to the yeah. listeners where you can actually like, you know, say if Messi is £8.15 currently, you could then put yourself, you can put a sell order at say, I don't know, seven ninety, And if he drops to that, then your sell order could be filled. And similarly, if you are trying to sell that player, then you can look at those sell orders and see if you actually want to want to actually close those, take those positions and say, okay, I will actually sell uh, Lionel Messi for seven ninety. So that's something, you know, interesting. And they could implement in the quite long term. I think they've got a few issues to fix at first. But um, what what kind of aspects do you think that they could um, they could improve upon, Ben yourself? This could go um, on. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, most. Um... Pressing is obviously the obviously with all the IPOs, some some of the missing missing articles and and mm. um, missing missing on the PB. So obviously that's immediate. But I think just just the app could be smartened up a little bit as well. I think it's um, you have to do a lot of clicking to to get to certain things. Like it, for instance, if you could just click on a player and it'd bring up his PB score if he were playing his buzz score. You know, if everything was just centralised on on his profile. I think that would be handy. Um, maybe just having a search option where you can search via team rather than players. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the search functionality is something they need to... I mean, at the end of the IPOs, they're going to have like thousands of players. And I, it still amazes me, if you're ever on the desktop, and a lot of people use 
the phone app and I do too. It's a bit better for searching now. But on the desktop, if you actually search a player, it, it gives you like like plus or minus a penny and that's like 20 different players. So you kind of have, still have to scroll through those 20 players to find the player that you're looking for. And uh, it's absolutely, you know, it frustrates me so much. But even, you know, as you said, the portfolio search button could be implemented quite easily because at the moment they have like a highest and lowest price but um that's even that's still a bit dodgy so there's i mean yeah there's a there's a lot to be worked on in the long term immediately they need to fix those bugs the the media buzz and performance buzz issues that they've got but i think they actually have postponed or said that they aren't doing ipos for like two weeks in december or even maybe next week. So um, I think they're probably using that time to try and get everything right before there's so many players on the market. And then it becomes like kind of catastrophic because it you could have someone that's not showing up on PB for like a month and no one know because they're quite crap for it. But you know yeah. they should still they should still show up. Um, but yeah, that that's something that they they need to work on slowly. But they actually development of the the app so um yeah you raise a few very good points i just wanted to jump back to your to your point about fixtures and um i made a video a while about about how um how performance buzz would actually influence the market itself and i said that fixtures would play a big big part and i think that is a good way to look at it because a lot of fancy players fancy football and i don't know if you're on fantasy football yourself but they'll have a look at the next four or five fixtures and see if that player is going to score highly in those four or five fixtures because if they're playing weaker opposition they've got a higher chance of scoring and it's the same on performance buzz like your Messi's, your Ronaldo's, your your strikers or whatever they are going to have a higher chance of scoring against bloody I don't know Getafe than they are you know Valencia or, or Barcelona's and the Real Madrid's of this world so I think that's a that's a really good point um are, are you on fantasy football yourself? I am, yeah, and oh, I discovered okay. Ben Ben Dinnery down to down to one of your podcasts as well, oh. so that that's coming handy. <laughs> he he is he is some sort of oracle, isn't he? That man, um, he's got all the injury injury plugs in the world. <laughs> he, yeah, he's uh, he, is, he has saved me a few times on uh, on 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 the injury front, but um, he yeah he was he was one guy that was really good when he came on because uh, he just gave a completely different outlook onto the index and showing how you can kind of it wasn't like short-term or long-term tactics. It was kind of like, right, I know when these players are injured, so I'm going to use my expertise and see when they come back and then kind of sell as they're coming back and, and take advantage of that. Um, but yeah, he, he was he was really good and he's, he's really good to follow as well. But I think he's actually encouraged quite a lot of fancy accounts to come on. I think I discussed either last episode or the episode before about how like Leroy Sane had gone up loads and... Raheem Sterling and a few uh, Kevin De Bruyne as well a few of those players that have scored highly on fancy football not necessarily that much on football index but they've still gone up a lot just because of that kind of fancy hype but that that's been really interesting are you are you in the uh football index fancy league by any chance no I'm not uh, uh, no 
I tried to cut down on my, my amount of fantasies <laughs> that, I, that I had going. So I've got, a, like I said, I've got a few American footballs. I've got a few oh, God. football. I mean, so yeah, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Not, you've, got, yeah. you've got to limit yourself, don't you? I think, uh, like yourself, if you, you follow like what, what following like six, seven, eight, nine sports, then you've got to. Yeah. <laughs> you've only got so much time. That's it. You spread yourself a bit thin. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tried to do like an NBA. <laughs> it's really funny i did like an nba draft with some of my friends yesterday and i had to fill it to like 15 people and obviously like basketball's not actually that big over in the uk so it was kind of a bit of a struggle for me to find 14 of my mates or people that i knew relatively well to kind of jump on but um it took us like an hour and a half to do the draft and i was like yeah deary me this is mad because uh and then, like, panic sets in when, um, when, when your timer's running low and you don't know who to pick. You get that, like, almost that feeling you get in Football Index when you think you want to sell someone, but you, you don't know whether or not to sell them, and you, you just do it and you act impulsively. But I found that really funny. But again, like, part of the entertainment value it was it was really good crack when I was on on my like group chat uh, with my mates and just talking about um, who we were going to pick and etc. And I think, uh, yes, maybe maybe something that Football Index could work with have some sort of like mini draft kind of spin-off game that they could implement or something like that to make it sometimes a bit fresh, you know, because um, the stock market aspect of it is unique, but you know, why not go further when they, when they actually sort some stuff out? <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, I'm big into the, um, in the fantasy that I do, I'm big into auction leagues. Hmm. Um, like I said, there's, I think I'm in the one with, um, I think there's six or seven of us and, we all just meet up and, like you said, thrash it out. It takes a good two, two and a half hours. But, you know, we're just bidding on players. And I, I quite like that. I think that's what's sort of drawn me away from so many different fantasy leagues. Just I like the, the uniqueness of one player owning one, I don't know, Lukaku, one Maratta rather than, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm big on big on the auctions at the minute. Yeah, because on fantasy football, sometimes if you get to the top of your league, and then you just basically copy the the teams yeah. below you. It's 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 impossible to catch them, is it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But that, that, I think so that's why they they implemented the the draft thing on fantasy football. But I mean, it's it's quite good. But I don't think there's enough like like you can't trade with someone, which I think is quite important. You can only pick up players that someone's dropped. So um, hopefully that's something they refine for next year because. Um, as you said, like it does get quite boring if someone's got like a fifty p uh, fifty point lead. And they just keep copying. Yeah, it's it's very hard to, to yeah, come it's, back. It's, it's not possible, is it? I think um, I had a friend actually. She her dad's like a massive baseball fan, and he asked me to. Um, he asked me if I was interested in in having a kind of a mini day job for him one day, and just kind of auctioning all these um, baseball players for their like league. And uh, I, I didn't manage to do it in the end, but I passed the job over to my friend, and he said that this guy had like rented out a whole pub. And he had like 20, 25 of his mates and they were like properly bidding on these players. And, uh, but th that kind of stuff is just great, isn't it? Like, yeah, it is just good fun. I know like a lot of people don't like those kind of things, but you, you've got to do it to, to realize the kind of thrill that, that it does, that it does give you. I mean, you're much more experienced than me in these kind of things, but, um, I can imagine that, uh, that they are really, 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 you know, thrilling to be fair. Yeah, they're good. They, they just take a, an awful lot of time. <laughs> That's the only yeah. problem. But yeah, no, they're great. 
when it's you know we, we do a free like um like an auction basically going once going twice and then someone comes in with a with a late offer and you've got to <laughs> do it all again and so yeah no it's good yeah, it's, a good it's, laugh. it's always a, a good laugh. Those kind of things. Um, I, I was actually just going to ask a question that I completely forgot to ask. But um, do, do any of your, you know, your your teammates, rugby teammates, enjoy football? Yeah, yeah. There's a few that do. Yeah, um, quite a lot. I've actually got got a couple on the index now. So. Ah, fair play, fair yeah. play. Doing your bit for the community. See, that's it. <laughs> see, any, anyone out so, there yeah. who's uh, who's not getting other people to sign up look what look what ben's doing in his uh you know at his workplace pretty much yeah no that it's um it's good the, the way they're doing it they've they've before well we've been talking about it for you know three or four weeks now so they've just got um a list of five players each and they've just watched them and, and watched how they've progressed and i think four out of the five have have all profited so yeah they've um they've they've thrown some money in now so yeah they're enjoying it one got stung a bit by um, Tiago's injury, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I suppose that's where the the three year thing comes in. I mean, like if yeah, you, if 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 you aren't there to see the injury and you're like, oh shit, like I've just been burnt badly. What you can either do, you can either sit and wait till they come back, buy some more lower your average, or have some cheaper Tiagos, or you can start buying the players that are going to you know play in his. Um, in his absence really so there's lots of way to it's kind of hedge your positions there but as i said like he can just hold until he comes back up it's not like a, a 90 minute bet of, as we've discussed a lot of times before but that that's really good i mean again any of you who uh, are saying that you don't have the time to trade or whatever there's professional rugby players doing it better than you so come on Get your finger out and uh, you know, you know, learn the ropes and trade. But uh, no, I'm, I'm only kidding. Like Ben's obviously been on it for a while now, and uh, I, I'm actually surprised you've been up for for that long. To be fair, Ben, um, I, I think a lot of people joined in January 2016. That's when they had like a big marketing push. That's when I joined, and uh, again during the Euros when um, when it was really massive, uh, another massive push, and again. That's obviously when you joined, but it was really fun then. I think, um, but th- that was the uh, that was the Pogba transfer window, was it? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it literally was. It was every day buzz. Yeah, get his aircraft buzz. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah, that was absolutely mad. I remember he won it. He won it in July, like twenty three of thirty days or something ridiculous. I remember being on a holiday in Turkey and just I'd go on it once a day. Um, or look at the index because you, you can't log in obviously look at it and um, every day just see him at the top of the buzz and I'll be like that's another 10 quid another 10 quid another 10 quid and back then I was still you know I had a far smaller portfolio than I do now still um, waiting for the student loan to drop every every term to put a bit more money in but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember yeah just being on holiday in in Turkey and just just seeing seeing him win every single day for absolutely nothing I mean, um, in the summer, journalists really do get bored. I remember, but I mean, even 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 when uh, Gabriel Jesus came to the Premier League, I think he won he won buzz for for wearing a pair of Christmas socks one time. So um, you know, anything anything can happen, really. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's it's crazy to think that not really famous, but you know, relatively well known people like you and Ben Dinnerin, obviously your your friends that play with you. 
are actually joining the index and, and giving it some level of credibility because I think a lot of people don't trust it. And that's the the kind of bridge that they have to, or the gap they have to bridge, sorry. And um, it's really hard to do that, you know, on like a billboard or on a, on a bus ad or on a tube ad or on a TV 20-second ad. You can't really get gain that trust what what do you think has been the hardest thing for you like when you explain it to a friend like what is your selling line is because i think what you how you've explained it to me when you tell people you know it's not like betting you can't lose in 90 minutes etc unless god forbid one of your players has a career-ending injury or whatever like yeah is that, is that do you reckon that's the the main um the main kind of message that they have to actually emphasize to, to get more people to sign up um i'm not sure really <laughs> uh, <laughs> play. i think that, that was that was the selling point for me just that it was it's i see it more as a long-term thing it's um you know if, if you look at i don't know if you put, you put money in the bank it's not gonna you know you're not getting a great deal of interest on that and no, you know this is this this is it's potentially you know you, you could gained quite a lot of interest on this so for, for me it was that long-term thing and and just for the fun of it as well like you said we've mentioned everything a bit of fantasy football a bit of stocks and shares you know a bit of that and and for me that was it I don't for the for the boys that joined um, from from Wakefield from my team you know I didn't really push them I just showed it to them um, let them you know track it themselves and and the sort of they sort of got hooked to it. You see, you see them at training every, every, you know, every couple, every break are on the phone looking at the index. And <laughs> it's, it sort of becomes a bit of a, I don't know. You just, you just not addicted to it, but you know, you just, you can't help but looking at it, sort of thing. And yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think that that's that's the hook, really. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm I'm sure in, in pre-season you must have like a shit ton of running and then like a lot of recovery time. So it must be quite funny, uh, you know, getting in the ice baths and whatnot and uh, having a look at the phone or whatever. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's first thing on the morning at breakfast and then it's <laughs> lunch time and, and then afterwards as well and see what's happening here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, see with, you know, football index is even spreading into the rugby community. So it's uh, it's great stuff, but um, oh, I just wanted to piggyback on, on one of the points you made earlier actually about you know how you you didn't really need to convince your friends that much and i think when it was really early i think we as we were you know probably i was like the 2000th user or 2400th or whatever you were probably like maybe the 10,000th there or thereabout um and now we're almost at 100,000 which is really good back when it was like you know really small and the number of users were really low it was really hard to convince people. I was like, look, like you need to stop betting. This is a lot better. This is a better way to make money. But now it's kind of just like, yeah, I've made X amount. Uh, here are a few links, read up, have a look at my videos, etc. And a lot of people are just like, yeah, fair play. This is, this is a really good idea. Or, or you know what, like when I get a, bit more money or a bit more free time i'm gonna have a look at it but i still have some friends who will message me and be like you know what should i cash out of this um should i cash out of this uh accumulator and uh, i'm like "Ah, you've just told me that you don't want to you know put money in this this thing that's going to make you a lot more money than 
than all these accumulators yet you're asking me for advice on accumulators and i just said to him listen every time you want to place an acre from now on just you know set that money aside or even send it to me and i'll keep a little like you know a little a little budget for you and then when it gets to 100 quid put it in the index and see what you can do with it and uh with with the risk-free thing that they do for seven days i think it's just it's just a good way for people to just check it out but um i do worry as well like i can't imagine well, I can't imagine that, that many people, but I can imagine there's a few people who have gone on it, done the risk-free thing for seven days and just lost a ton of money and then taken their 500 pounds and left. Um, but I think that's that's a good way that they try and, try and um, you know, persuade people to join, do that 500 pound risk-free thing, see if you make money and see how you get on, really. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's the same with anything. If you're going to throwing money at something without really understanding it or putting any work into it you know you can't really complain if you, if you lose your money but you know it's like a bet if, if you're going to have a bet you, you at least do some research and and um, you know you try and stack the stack the odds in your favour and I think it's it's very similar to that you know you, you do your research on players however you do that injuries fixtures form you know whatever you're looking for and then you go in that um, with the best intentions of, of um, you know of making some money, but uh, I think the key thing is is just research and and um, patience, really. Certainly, so I think uh, research is key. I think people people really underestimate how how key a skill research is, and I, I kind of learned that at university myself. Um, actually being able to say that you have like thorough research skills is is really important but you can you can develop that and uh i mean before i was on football index i'd do research into what bets i was going to make and do research into who was going to pick in my fantasy team and i'd just carry that on and uh similarly if you if you want to you know invest in a company put money into a company that could appreciate and value in the long term on like a you know forex trading or whatever you're going to do a lot of research into that. You're not going to be like, oh, you know, Google looks good or whatever, or this bond looks good. I'm just going to put some money into it. You're going to do a substantial amount of research, and I don't see why this should be any different, really. I mean, in the last three months, I did a bit of investing into, like, cryptocurrencies, like Bitcoin and stuff, and I spent, like, an, a month of doing thorough, thorough, thorough research before I put a penny in. And I, you know, if if you are listening to this and you're not, actually invested in the index already just do your research do your homework before you go on and you're gonna probably profit long term yeah that's it as i said the the the, the two boys that, that joined through the rugby they they had a they made a list of the top five targets and they just wrote, wrote them down what price they were when they started and i think three weeks later the you know they just looked again and and, and saw the prices where they're at and as i said four of them were up so like you said, well, you can keep saying it, but yeah, you you just got to put put some effort in, really. Yeah, I mean, um, some some of the advice I give to people that they, they always ask me like, what should I start with, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I don't think that actually matters to that much of an extent. I think what you should do first is you should put like, you know, even if it's like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 quid, whatever, whatever you want to put in, just to whatever you feel comfortable, whatever is a small amount for you, and just like buy a share in a player two shares in a player and see like kind of what happens with the price action and then you can move on to 10 shares and then 25 30 40 50 and then when you build up that confidence and you do get to those 
bigger numbers that's where the real money is to be made and if you can eventually build yourself up to that and slowly you know gain that confidence you will you know make money in the long term because i think a lot of people have unrealistic expectations where they come on the index they put 100 quid in they're like they see some of the pictures on twitter and stuff i've made x amount and y amount and they're like wow that's going to be me in um in a year but it's not easy you have to do your research as we've discussed for the last like 20 minutes <laughs> um <laughs> and, and you need to know your football but also you need to build that confidence you need to you know as i said start with those smaller numbers don't give in to as i've discussed that fear of missing out be patient be disciplined and just continue to build that confidence i'm sure when your friends from wakefield joined um they didn't go all out at first like you said they wrote down some players they maybe bought like a few shares in them but nothing big and then you build that confidence and then the next position you enter you go in with a bit more money and then you keep building in that way so for those who've been continuously messaging me and asking me like what is the best amount to start with i don't think it's the amount i think it's how much like experience and confidence you gain when you start that will actually stand you you know in good stand in the long term yeah I said that the boys' their strategy is a bit different to mine. Obviously, I've got a, a bit more money in there, um, that's built up over time. Whereas they're they're just starting out, so they're looking at you know small gains in and out of trades and, and things like that. So you, you can start with, like you said, a, a small amount and and still um, you know gain, and and it's just that snowball effect compounding. You know, you, you move from one to another, and it gets bigger and bigger. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, um, yeah, as I said before, a lot of people, I think, have slightly unrealistic re- uh, expectations and you should look at it as like a return on investment rather than like the amount you've made. So, you know, if you put 10 quid in and you've got 15 pounds after a month, that's, you know, 50% return. But 100 quid in, 150 pounds, again, 50% return. You should just look at it as the percentage return rather than the the actual monetary gain. I think it's it's crazy to think that you know when I when I joined there was hardly anyone in the index it was slow you know there wasn't that much volume going on there wasn't that much buying I think I wrote a tweet yesterday where I instant sold a Douglas Costa for like 40p lower than his buy price for like 11p um because I didn't realize that um they were offering me that lower price and I accidentally clicked sell and sold them for that price and uh now we've got people like yourself your your friends at you know your workplace where you play rugby and people like Ben Dinnery who are like who've got massive social exposure he's got like 80,000 followers and he's got the correct demographic where people who are interested in fantasy football and football itself are following him and he's tweeting about the index so if you told me that you know a year and a half ago or whenever I joined, I'd have said that you were, you're a very stupid man because um, I don't know, as I said, it was quite stagnant at the time, but I always believed in the concept and always had belief that it would grow. So thankfully I've stuck with it. And uh, now people like yourself are on it, but um, I don't think I'm going to take much more of your time, Ben, even though I've, uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed talking sports and football index with you. Um, But I'll let you, uh, let you sign off. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me on. It's you know, it's been uh, been good to to be on the show and and uh, share my experiences. And uh, you know, I look forward to speaking to a few in the community um, through Twitter. Yeah, Take thank care. you very much for coming on, Ben. Um, I know you're you're busy with 
pre-season and stuff but um it's been good that you could take an hour out of your schedule and uh and join me on today but um yeah so uh, if you're listening traders professional rugby players are on football index and they're making money so um anyone who's complaining about time out there i think you've got to check yourself but um in all seriousness thanks everyone for listening thanks very much to ben and uh if you haven't already subscribed subscribe to my channel do so and uh, if you're enjoying the podcast please do leave a review it it really helps you know rank it a bit higher and uh as always thanks very much for listening